Episode number 43. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor Gura. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. I have so much to share with you. Really, I have so many good stories, and I'm like sitting at the edge of my seat wanting to record and share all of them with you. I think I've mentioned this before, but in case I haven't, the way I stay organized with this podcast is I keep an Excel sheet. And anytime I get into a stuck spot, I open up that Excel sheet and I write down what the story was because I want to be sure that I always have a story to share with you every week. And you know what? I am not kidding when I say I have more than three months of material to share with you. (laughs) Like easily, I have 15 stories to share with you today. Now, why is that? (laughs) Well, I don't think it's because I'm necessarily getting stuck in life all of the time, even though I do use the stuck method multiple times a day easily. But I think it's that I have stories to share because I've recognized where I can take a problem and turn it into a solution. Or when I'm faced with a challenge, I know how to turn it into an opportunity. Or if I was given a situation in life, and I didn't like it, I figured out a way to transform it. That is why I have a story to share with you every week. And this is something you can be doing too in your life if you practice to manage your mind like I do on a regular basis. So I have many stories to share with you. And I have some really great funny ones coming down the line. But Before I share with you today's story, I wanted to share with you a lovely email I received from one of the people in this world who subscribes to my Unstuck Thursday newsletter. Last week, I sent a very, very short one-question email to the people in my Getting Unstuck community. I simply asked them, where do you feel like you are getting stuck most in your life today? That's it, just one question. And I received dozens and dozens of responses that included situations with work-life balance and difficult relationships and getting stuck with self-care and, of course, all different places regarding overall emotional well-being. And it was awesome to receive all of those email responses. And I want to thank each of you who took time to respond. The truth of the matter is... I responded to everyone personally with a thank you, but I just want to reiterate how grateful I am for you for taking a few moments just to respond to that email. By the way, if you received that email and you haven't yet responded to me, feel free to still respond. There's no time limit for responding to that question. So I'm grateful for those responses for two reasons. One, I absolutely love to stay engaged with those who are on this journey with me. And two, 
I am creating a Getting Unstuck program now, and I wanted to be sure that I address the challenges that you are facing in your life today. The stuck method is incredibly applicable to any and every kind of stuck spot that you may find yourself in. That being said, hearing your responses will definitely support me in creating this program for you. It's going to be coming out in April. And I just, again, want to thank you for your support with that. Anyway, one of those emails came from a woman named Lisa from Illinois. And she shared her stuck spot. But beyond that, she shared some words. And with her permission, I'm going to read that to you. I have been wanting to write to you for some time about the impact your podcast has had on my life. When I found your process for getting out of thought spirals, it truly changed my life. It wasn't just the process, it has been your examples. To hear that someone else can get stuck like I do has been validating and a blessing for me. Thank you for recognizing how difficult being stuck can be and for sharing your life to help others find freedom from paralyzing thoughts. Wow, I think I read her email like three times and was crying out of emotions of gratitude for being able to do the work I do in this world, for being able to support someone and change their life and not even know them, and maybe we'll never meet them. And yet together, we are on this journey and transforming ourselves and evolving. And for that, I am so grateful. Thank you, Lisa, for your email, and I am grateful to all of you who reach out to me, whether it's via email or leaving a review on iTunes, whatever. It means so much to me to hear from you, so please continue to do so. Okay, so here is my story for the week. Last Thursday, which was February 8th, 2018, I was supposed to be interviewed live on a program called The Mind Aware Show. The host is Dana Wild, and she has a podcast as well, but she also goes live on Facebook once a week and interviews professionals and colleagues who can offer tips to her audience, which is an audience of entrepreneurs and business people who are looking to become more effective and more productive in their businesses by changing their mindsets and learning how to manage their minds. So we found each other, and I was supposed to go live with her at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. I was all ready. I had my laptop set up. I left the house, actually, so that I could do this recording in a quiet place, because don't forget, I'm seven hours ahead of Eastern Standard Time, which means it was 7 p.m., which means it was chaos in my house, right? Dinner time, shower time, getting to bedtime. So I went to our local library where I could sit in a room all by myself and do this interview in quiet. So Dana and I meet online about 15 minutes before we go live. And as soon as we started talking, she said, I hear a buzzing. Do you hear that? And I was like, oh, no, I know what this is about. And I told her that I don't hear the buzzing but that it's heard on the other end. And I know this because I was interviewed on many other podcasts in which the host told me the same thing. 
And I could never figure out what that buzzing was until one day, one podcast host said, oh, I know what the problem is. Is your laptop plugged in? And that was it. That was simply the problem. And the moment I unplug it, the humming, the buzzing goes away. Now, the problem is I don't usually work with my laptop not plugged in, obviously, because it runs on battery. And especially when you're working on a program that's considered heavy, like Zoom or Skype, it takes a lot of energy and it runs the battery down. And on one of the last podcasts I was interviewed on, I told the host that if I saw the battery going down, I would have to plug it in. And that's what I had to do on that last interview because it wasn't live, it was recorded. So it was okay to kind of, you know, stop and start it. And so we would speak, I noticed the battery going down, I plugged it in, we would wait a few minutes, I unplugged it, we would start again. (laughs) It was kind of crazy. And it was probably my mistake that I never checked it out since that last interview. I guess I just I forgot, to be honest, I just forgot about it or didn't really think it was presenting that big of a problem in my life. So when Dana said, you know, what's that noise? I told her it was the plug. And I unplugged it. And of course, the noise went away. And I told her that I'll plug it back in, and that I would unplug it as soon as we go live, just to be sure that I had 100% battery, which I did. And five, four, three, two, one. And welcome back to the Mind Aware Show with Dana Wilde. And here we are on her program. And Dana introduces me. And she asks me the first question, which was, have I ever worked with anyone who was feeling stuck in their business? And how did I help them? And as it were, one of my very first clients was working with someone who was starting her own online business, and she was feeling stuck in procrastination, basically. So I started to answer Dana and tell her the story. And then the computer went black. <laughs> like, not the screen, but the computer. It like, I don't know, it looked like it just died. It just like died. <laughs> It just turned off. And I was like, what? What? No, no, no. I'm being interviewed. Wait, Dana, wait, I'm here. I'm like screaming into the stupid computer that, of course, she couldn't hear. So, oh, so I immediately plugged the computer back in and I turned the power on. And of course, it's going to take time to turn the computer back on and then find the, the program that we were meeting on. And I'm like stuck on so many things, right? I'm like frustrated, I'm disappointed, I'm embarrassed, right? And while the computer was slowly, I don't know, charging or getting back on, I immediately sent a text message to my best friend, who I thought was watching the interview on Facebook Live, and she was. And I was texting so quickly, like, what's going on? What did Dana say? Can can you please comment and tell her that I'm coming back? And my friend calmly responded, Dana is doing great. She kind of pivoted. She's talking about getting unstuck, but she's doing it on her own. She assumed that there was a computer glitch. And I think she'll just appreciate it if you comment in the comment box yourself. So finally, the computer turns on. I open up Facebook. I went to her live post and I start commenting. I wrote, I'm stuck. (laughs) I wrote, I'm here. I unplugged the computer so there wouldn't be a hum, but then it died on me. But even though she saw my message, she was just basically 
continuing on her own. Because the fact is, the interview was only supposed to be about 15 minutes anyway. So I just sat there and watched her. Well, what was supposed to be an interview, I just watched Dana speak, because I had nothing else to do. And as I was sitting there listening to her talk about where people get stuck, I figured, you know what, Shira, this is a good time as any just to go through the stuck method. Because you know that you're going to hold this against you. And you're going to blame yourself for what happened. So S, I took a stop. I closed my eyes. I took a breath. Because I could, right? I mean, you always can. But really, in that moment, I had nothing else to do. T, I told myself I was stuck on, wow, so many things. Like I already mentioned, embarrassment, disappointment, frustration, maybe even fear. Fear that I wouldn't get a second chance. Fear that I totally screwed up. Fear of what Dana would think of me. Fear of what her audience would be thinking of me. Now, what do we often do with our emotions? Well, we tend to do lots of different things with them. But one of the things that we tend to do with our emotions is that we tend to resist them, right? We try not to feel them so that we don't have to feel bad or feel in pain or suffer. But this step, the T, the tell step, is about allowing yourself to feel your emotions. Just feel them. Don't resist them. Don't act on them. Just sit with them. Just notice them. And so I did. And I felt all of those emotions in my shoulders. And I felt them in my belly and in the muscles between my eyebrows. And I just sat with them and I allowed them to exist. This is huge, my dear listeners. And one of these days, I'm going to dedicate an entire episode on this topic. It's so important. Anyway, you, I uncovered my thoughts. I said to myself, I believe you should have had the computer looked at before this interview. I believe people are going to think you are not professional. I believe Dana will feel let down. I believe Dana may not want me again on her show. I had many, many more thoughts, but those are the ones I can think of now off the top of my head. But of course, what do you do in this step after you uncover your thoughts? You investigate them and you ask yourself, are my thoughts 100% accurate? And I went through them one by one and I realized if I was being honest with myself, my thoughts weren't 100% true. I believe that Dana's not going to want me on her show again. How do I know that for sure? I believe Dana will feel let down. Do I know that for sure? No. All you need is one thought that's not 100% true, just one, which can lead you to the next step, to be able to see, consider another perspective. So what did I consider? I considered it, it is what it is. It's in the past. I can't change it now. I considered Dana probably has had tech issues in the past with other guests I considered Dana is a really nice person and is not going to hold this against me. I considered her guests will understand. I considered I can email Dana and apologize for what happened. I considered that Dana will invite me back on her show again. 
And finally, I considered there are no mistakes in this world. And as I was rattling off those considerations in my head, I was just taking them on one at a time. It was great. It was like, yeah, yeah, I can consider that. Yeah, you know what, Shira, you really can consider that. It was like such a great experience to be able to like welcome in those considerations into this experience. So believing that there are no mistakes in this world, I went home to write an email to Dana. But by the time I got home, I noticed that I had already received an email from her. She actually apologized for today and appreciated my understanding. That's what she wrote. And I was like, what? (laughs) I totally was not expecting to hear from her. And I was not expecting for her to apologize and appreciate my understanding. She sent me the link to rebook the interview and then went on to say that she forgot to mention in her reminder email to me that if possible, I should be on a computer that is plugged into the internet rather than on Wi-Fi. Oh, and I was like, yes, oh, how did I not think of that? And even if my computer guy can't figure out the hum issue, I can definitely find a computer in my community probably not at my house at 7pm, but at someone else's house that doesn't have small kids. And I could just do the interviews from someone else's house. I hadn't even thought of that earlier. And it's a much better option to work on the internet rather than via Wi Fi, especially from across the globe. And then she wrote, I can't wait to officially chat. I really like your style. And our audience already loves you. Oh, really? (laughs) This was like, Okay, I just had to stop for a second. I was just about to write this email to Dana, right? Having this kind of like apologetic feel, even though I just went through the stuck method and I had considered there were no mistakes. But but then I get this email from her, this like completely unexpected email and it's wonderful and it was positive. So then of course I wrote back to her and I thanked her and I offered her kudos for pivoting so well. I mean, she really did. I told her that I booked their earliest opportunity possible, which is in April. And she responded to me one last time. She wrote, I'm looking forward to the next time. And I'm glad we could both laugh. Have a great weekend. Right? Like unbelievable. The whole story. Now, see how that story was a problem, right? It was a problem. (laughs) My computer just died on me. It was a problem. But I was able to turn it around, not by fixing the problem per se, because I couldn't, I couldn't fix the computer, but by changing my thought about the situation. I had no control over the computer. I had no control over what Dana was choosing to do when I disappeared from the screen. The only thing I had and will always have control over is how I choose to think about something which is going to affect how I feel. And that is going to affect how I behave in this world. And so do you, my dear friends, take a moment and bring to mind a recent stuck situation and see if you can consider there are no mistakes. Right? Like it happened. It was in the past. And the only reason that whatever your story is still a story in your mind is because you're thinking about it and you keep bringing the past into the present, but you don't need to. 
you can consider it was, it's done, it's in the past, and now I'm living now in this moment, and I can choose how I want to feel in this moment. And so after all that, I told myself it was okay that I got stuck on all of those emotions. And I held myself in compassion, because what else is there to do? So that's my story for this week, my dear friends. As I mentioned, I have a lot of stories to share with you in the upcoming weeks. And I look forward to sharing them and growing with you from them. If you live in Israel, there are eight spots left on the Getting Unstuck retreat taking place March 15th through 17th, which is a Thursday night through Saturday night. I was just working on the schedule and I am so excited to go on this retreat. Retreats are the best. If you don't live in Israel and you can get on a retreat wherever you live in this world, do yourself a favor and go on a retreat. The Getting Unstuck retreats are all about slowing down, getting into quiet, realigning yourself, rejuvenating, and practicing lots of mindfulness-based practices like mindful walking and meditation and gentle yoga, mindful eating and journaling, and so many other awesome things. You can learn more about it on my website and read the testimonials from past participants. It is truly a transforming experience. So if you live here in Israel and you are able to join us, I'd love to have you. So that is it for this week, my dear friends. I wish you a good rest of your day. And as always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.thestuckmethod.com.